0: Outfield shaded to the opposite field against the lefty Smith. The 3-2 pitch. Swing and a high yes. fly ball. Center field coming in is Rojas. He's calling. He has got it. Yeah. Lorenzen leaps into the arms of Real Muto. And the Phillies pile out of the dugout in front of the mound. They celebrate a no-hitter tonight by Michael Lorenzen in his second start as a Philly. Was asked their favorite superheroes. You said Scooby-Doo. I I didn't realize Scooby-Doo was a superhero. Can you kind of explain his superhero lore?
1: I mean, well, first off, he's a dog, right? And he can talk.
0: fair enough. Okay. Michael is joining us from downstairs. Michael, uh, well, congratulations. Um, tell us what you're feeling right now.
1: Man, thank you guys. It's a that's a dream come true right there. Um, it really is, um, man. I, I'm speechless. It, it's truly, it's a dream come true, and I'm, I'm so blessed. And man, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. There are some hard hit balls. there are right at guys, and so, um, yeah. I mean, I'll take that all day.
0: <laughs> is it one of those things where you're? I mean, because for us, obviously, we're talking about the home runs that your teammates are hitting early yeah. on, and Wes is first, and and then you look up and and you've got five no hit innings in the books i mean at some point do you lock on to that idea um i locked on pretty early
1: and i knew um i had a pretty big lead so I, it freed me up to be able to just pound the zone um and you know attack guys don't worry about giving up a lead off homer um it's not gonna be a big deal when you're up six nothing and so um, it, it gave me that confidence and that extra push to be able to just go and attack. What was the discussion
0: with, uh, with Topper in the dugout at, after the eighth inning, or was there a discussion?
1: Yeah, um, he said he was going to – he gave me a pitch count he was going to let me go to um, and just said, hey, be efficient.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and when you got out on the mound, though, in the ninth inning, how were your nerves I'm sure your wife and your your uh, is it because of your mother yeah it's my um, mom uh, they were they had to, they kept showing them in the stands and you could see the emotion built yeah. up in them but how were you were you look a couple of deep breaths were, were you feeling it
1: no i w- I was pretty calm um to be honest I okay. just figured if you know what got me here was working just keep going and um yeah the fans honestly they, they gave me a boost of energy um, you know it's easy to kind of get tired of most pitches I've ever thrown and so it's easy to feel it a little bit, but then it, when you walk out of the dugout and, and you can't even hear your thoughts because the fans are going wild, um, you're just like, I mean, this is what this is what all the work is for. Yep. Um, so just, I mean, it gave me that extra boost and that extra energy to go out there and just um, really kick it in that extra gear.
0: Michael, we've watched you from afar for years, and we've known the fact that you've wanted to start. You, you know, you did early, and uh, you did here and there with the Reds and. Uh, that you wanted that opportunity here of late Uh, if you could just kind of put into words what this this year has been like for you to get the opportunity that you did and to take advantage of it and get an all-star berth and then tonight uh just is there any way to encapsulate it all
1: man it's it's just all, all the work that i've put in all the failure um all the getting punched in the face just never giving up not letting other people tell you what you can and can't do in regards to you know accomplishments on the field and um yeah, I mean, I signed, you know, with the Detroit Tigers and they had a promise for me that they were going to make me better. They're going to have a team uh, of, of guys around me to make me better, get the most out of me. And so kudos to them to for, you know, really keeping their word. And, and then I come here and I honestly I haven't had my good changeup for two years now and Caleb Cotham. He pulls up a picture from 2019 when it was at its best and we see that I, there's a difference in my grip and so today's the first day that I that I've thrown my actual change up in a couple years and so um, I don't think it's any coincidence that that you know this one this is my best start.
0: I know you got a lot more people who want to talk to you, and I know you want to go celebrate. Go do that. Congratulations! Thank
1: Rick. you guys. Great Appreciate it. Guy. Thank
0: you for joining us, Michael Lorenzen. Uh, clearly the star of the game tonight. He's throws the no hitter. It's the 14th no hitter in Philly's history thrown tonight here at Citizens Bank
2: Parks. And welcome to Philadelphia, Michael Lorenzen. Uh, what what a game! And welcome. To episode twenty-one of the Phillies Focus Pod. I am your host, Lucas, and I just had to make this reaction pod uh, based off of the game last night of Michael Lorenzen. What what a way to ingratiate yourself to this city, huh? First home game uh, to just come out with that gem. It was uh, it was quite impressive. You didn't really get that sense that anything particularly special was happening early on especially with the uh the deep the the uh, deep count first inning um had a couple walks through the first two um 53 pitches through three you were you were just kind of hoping that he was going to be able to get through about five or six at that point um let alone what ended up happening um I just kind of wanted to walk through the game and how it all played out as i watched the uh also watched the encore presentation on comcast sports or uh mbc sports um i was able to take some notes and just kind of really hone in on everything that went down so the first inning what started off with the uh deep fly out to center um to rojas who <laughs> ended up getting more than his uh his work in on this one but um So yeah, started right away in the first deep fly out to Rojas. Then he got, um, then Lorenzen got Lane Thomas on a strikeout looking for the second out. Then walked Joey Manessis, um, who was the hero from the um, Tuesday night game, the second game of the doubleheader. So two outs and walked Manessis, man on first, and then Dominic Smith hit a. Foul ball to left field in which um, Weston Wilson got his first look out there in the outfield, just kind of casually went over and made a really nice play in left. Um, I think Rob Thompson said after the game it was as if he was playing in his own backyard at that point. Um, you could see how casual he was. So that ended the top of the first. Um, fast forward to top of the second. Um, started off... The second inning, after the 24-pitch first inning, uh, started off the second inning on a five-pitch walk, um, then bounced back with a strikeout, and then a fly again to Rojas in center field, um, and then a fly again to Rojas in left center field. Um, So after the five-pitch walk, only needed eight pitches um to get the following three outs including the strikeout fly out fly out so 13 pitch second inning um and then fast forward to the third inning had a chopper to third base to start it off get the first out um followed by a strikeout and then another chopper to third place in which alec bohm made a uh a phenomenal play um at that point to uh dive dig for it and uh and threw a hopper to Bryce Harbor at first base to get the third out. Um, so at this point, Lorenzen's starting to settle in. However, again, as I mentioned, that uh, 15 pitches in the third inning equates to 53 pitches through just the first three. So really couldn't have imagined uh, what was to come at that point. Um, flash forward to the fourth inning. Uh, a grounder to shortstop led off the inning um, for the first out fly out once again to Johan Ro- Rojas in center field and then um, surrendered his third walk in the first four innings and then um, kind of a lazy pop-up to uh, right center field once again Johan Rojas um, that was a 14 pitch inning and um, And then the fifth inning was probably, I would imagine, his best inning. Um, Kind of a grounder, chopper to first base to get the first out. A fly out to left field this time. And a fly out to left center for Johan Rojas once again. um, In just seven pitches at this point. This is what kind of gave him the opportunity to push forward into what happened. So seven pitch, fifth inning would make, um, let's see, 74, 74 through five. Um, then we have the sixth inning, a fly out once again to Johan Rojas, a fly to shallow right field. Castellanos came in, surrendered his fourth walk then, um, after the first two outs, and then a line drive to right field to Nick Castellanos and we're out to a 13-pitch inning, um, and so at this point, that puts him at 87 pitches through the first six innings. Which brings us to the seventh inning, line drive to right field. Um, nice play by Castellanos on that one. And then a uh, a liner to first base. Uh, pretty well hit to Harper, who made a nice play on it, scooped it out and uh, scooped it over to Lorenzen covering first. And then a... Oh, I'm sorry, that line drive to right field was the last out of the sixth inning. So to start the seventh inning was the liner, grounder to Harper at first, followed by a strikeout, followed by a uh, a very hard hit ball um, to r- the right side of second base in which Castro was playing yesterday. The, the uh, hit probability on that ball, I believe, was uh, well over 500%. Um, so nice play by Castro at that point to preserve it through seven in uh 13, 13 pitches in the seventh inning to bring him to a hundred total. So he's at a hundred pitches through seventh innings seven innings with four walks and no hits obviously. Brings us to the eighth where things were starting to get very interesting. Had a fly to right for the first out. Line drive once again to Johan Rojas in center field and a kind of a a mix between a pop-up and a line drive to right field uh, to get through the inning unscathed at just 11 pitches. So gave himself the opportunity to come back out in the ninth with 111 pitches, which was already a career high at that point. Um, then came the ninth inning. Up 7 nothing. 111 pitches. L- uh, leads off with a bouncer to Alec Boehm at third base where everyone watching and in the stadium was holding their breath. Boehm comes up with it and throws it uh, to Harvard at first who had to dig it out just a little bit, but just enough to make it interesting. Was able to succeed to get that first out in the ninth inning. And then came batter number two in which it was, this would have been Joey Manessis uh, to uh, to bat second who got called out on a strike three looking uh, Lorenzo's fifth strike out of the game. This ball was well out of the zone off the plate on the left side of the plate. It was considerably outside and the umpire gave it to him. So, Kind of unfortunate there that, um, there's a little bit of an asterisk on that ninth inning, but, uh, but all in all, got that second out, uh, looking, strikeout looking, which led to Dominic Smith, who had a, uh, a history of performing, um, in big moments against the Phillies when he was with the New York Mets. So I, as well as I'm sure with a lot of people invested in the game, was, uh, not feeling so good with that, uh, after that second out in the ninth that it happened to be Smith coming to plate, but kind of, um, battled, battled the count. I believe it was a six or seven pitch at bat, um, worked a full count, and then Real Muto was considering calling a, um, a fastball on the outside plate, but due to the batter, he, uh, he knew Dom Smith, um, did not bat as well against sliders as he did against fastballs. So he called a, uh, a fast or a slider on the inside plate said he knew that it had a higher probability of remaining in the strike zone in which he was not sure if Lorenzen walked Dom Smith, if Thompson was going to leave him in for one more batter. So he wanted, uh, Lorenzen to get the job done right then and there with Dom Smith and called the slider and, uh, Lorenzen threw a great slider right where Ruamuto called for it, and uh, Dom Smith popped it up, a nice, shallow, lazy pop up to shallow left center field, and who else? Who else at this point but Johan Rojas uh, to crowd in and get that third out in the ninth inning, which ended up being a 13-pitch inning in route to 124 pitches On the day, Uh, by far a career high for Michael Lorenzen. And the no-hitter was complete. Who would have thought um, just last week when we acquired Michael Lorenzen that um, not only would he give us eight innings against Miami uh, to give the bullpen a badly needed rest at that point, eight innings and two earned runs uh, in his first start, Second start, out, first start at home outdoes that. Nine innings, no hits, obviously. So 17 innings and two runs for Lorenzen in the um, his first two starts at a, as a Philly. And Lorenzen has the best ERA in the major league since July 1st. So how about that? How about this trade, uh, which I already surmised could have been the steel trade of the deadline, no doubt. And um, so far, all things are pointing that being a yes um so what uh what an awesome way again to ingratiate yourself to the crowd and this team and man the vibes right now they're at a uh, all season high for sure they're starting to feel the way that it felt after that um astros clincher um in the regular season when Aaron Nola went eight innings against the astros and it was saved by eflin to get into the playoffs the vibes after that were just um, incredible through that October run, and this team is starting to be reminiscent of that team now, where you are season high, um, tied with the season high from the other day. Eleven games over five hundred. We have the third, or the Phillies have the third best record now in the National League, tied with the, um, or not tied, to uh, surpass the Giants for sole possession of the first wild card spot and everything is just trending in the right direction at this point. Um, another interesting s- a couple notes regarding Lorenzo's no hitter. He said he had not thrown his, uh, his change up in years had lost confidence in it. And, uh, due to Caleb Cotham and the research he's done, um, Realized that his grip from, I believe it was 2019 when he threw it the most with a high success rate was substantially different from what it became in the years after. So um, essentially, Lorenzen said in the no-hitter game that he was throwing his changeup again for the first time in um, in multiple years. So just a, a big uh, credit goes out to the Phillies coaching staff and Caleb Caleb Cotham for what they are able to do. To, to, to do, um, to unearth some kind of, uh, some kinds of, um, you know, hidden capabilities that were lost over the years. So, thought that was interesting. Another interesting note that was popping up on Twitter that, uh, is that Michael Lorenzen, he's from Fullerton, California, and he went to, um, Fullerton Union High School in California. He's the fourth pitcher from that high school, um, to ever reach the major leagues, which that in and of itself is a very impressive feat for a high school, but they're going to take it a step further. So he's the fourth pitcher from the high school to reach the major leagues. And every single one of those four now have thrown a no-hitter. How about that? Um, That is just incredible, incredible. It started off way back over 100 years ago. uh, Eventual Hall of Famer Walter Johnson for the Washington centered Senators through a no-hitter out of Fullerton, Fullerton, Fullerton Union High School in um, for the Washington Senators in 1920. Then fast forward to Steve Busby. Good old Steve Busby. Never never fail to see him on these lists. Um he played for the Royals in 1974 out of the same high school as Lorenzen and threw his ni- uh, no-hitter in 74. And then uh, Mike Warren for the A's in 1983 was the other member of the high school alumni um, of Fullerton Union, um, same as Michael Lorenzen, who is now the fourth. Add him to the list in 2023. Um, so again, just to have four pitchers make the majors out of one high school is incredible let alone to have every single one of them end up throwing a no-hitter um so again hats off lorenzen is looking like uh quite the deadline acquisition and um potentially making a bid at this point to reach the uh to be a part of this playoff rotation and you really if um If the playoffs started next week, you'd really have to make some tough decisions on who to throw in there. I mean, um, I think a lot of people would say Nola right now could potentially be the odd man out. I do not uh, subscribe to that line of thought Um, just based on his catalog, his history. And he's had some amazing games even through his struggles this year. Um, So I think personally, I would have to have Wheeler and Nola as the two locks. Um, Christopher Sanchez would uh, definitely be an odd man out, not even fitting into the equation. In my opinion, it would be between Lorenzen, Suarez, and Walker. Major League leader in wins as of right now, Taiwan Walker would be in consideration, not to be on the playoff um <coughs> starting rotation. Starting rotation. So after Wheeler and Nola, um. I, Based on what he's done in June and his track record, I gotta go Ranger Suarez. Um, at this point, I'd put him in there as number three, and then, um, and then between Walker and Lorenzen, you know, you could argue that Lorenzen was acquired for this very purpose due to his experience in the bullpen. Um, that that's kind of the whole point. We could bring him out in the bullpen and. You know, if need be, but I don't know. I might, I might rather do that with Walker at this point. I'm not sure. Um, be a, it'd be be a toss up. I, I would not mind seeing Walker left off the playoff um, starting rotation if it were to start tomorrow. Um, with that being said, another interesting note from the no hitter uh, is that Weston Wilson did end up making his major league debut, and in, in his first at bat hit a bomb on pitch number three second swing he ever swung at in um in the major leagues just crushed it to left field um it was the first time in major league baseball history that a um a player threw a no hitter in the same game in which a player homered in his first ever major league game so of all the years out of all the hunt literal hundreds of thousands of games played. Um, anytime you get a first in there with, uh, accomplishments of this magnitude is, is really cool. And that's, I think that's one of the best parts about this great game of baseball is that any given night you, uh, have a decent chance at seeing history, right. Uh, be made right in front of you in which it was definitely that for Michael Lorenzen's, uh, I believe, 14th no-hitter in franchise history. First since Cole Hamels in 2015, his last ever game as a Philly. Another interesting note about that is that the first pitcher to start a game after the Cole Hamels no-hitter against the Cubs that season was Aaron Nola, making what at the time was only his second ever major league start. Um, And that was Cole Hamels' last start for the Phillies. Now this was... Michael Lorenzen, uh, last start for the Phillies before being dealt at the trade deadline. And this was Michael Lorenzen's first home start for the Phillies after being acquired at the trade deadline. And now Aaron Nola will be following um, this no-hitter as well, the same he did eight years ago um, for Cole Hamels after his no-hitter. Um, so once again, a congratulations to Michael Lorenzen, and a congratulations to to Weston Wilson as well for his first major league home run and um, ended up getting on base uh, multiple more times. His After his first game, his stat line is batting 1,000, on base percentage 1,000, and slugging percentage was 4,000, given that his only at-bat resulted in a home run. Um, so a 5,000 OPS riding high for Weston Wilson. Um I do want to uh, play real quick just um, Weston Wilson's... Or First, I'm going to play co- just a couple sound bites before I sign off here. This is Michael Lorenzen on uh, what it meant to him um, to throw a no-hitter after uh, some of the struggles that he's been through in his career and how important perseverance has been for him and how um how much it meant to him to have his family in the crowd and a um certain spiritual element to what he's been able to achieve so right here's michael lorenzen after the game mom probably wouldn't have been here if it was just another story. no yeah she wouldn't have she wouldn't have how special is it yeah she it's pretty special you. god
1: is good like i said it's it's special um you know we're gonna like This whole experience has been so humbling, and and the only thing I can do is just step back and thank God for everything, literally everything um, that He's done for me, and you know even even like I said, the trials and everything, it's it's made me better Um, as a man, as a baseball player. I wouldn't trade any of it for anything, and but to be able to experience this tonight, um, just so grateful, so blessed.
2: I just thought that was so cool, just a um a real testament to his humility and the uh, the. The pride that he puts into his craft and the gratitude to God and everyone who's played an important role in his life um, so very similarly uh, here's Weston Wilson on his a little sound bite after the game on his journey uh, through the many hard years in the minors that it's taken to get to this point in his journey and just kind of some of the gratitude that he wanted to extend after reaching this emotional moment
1: thinking about it, yeah about it. um it's been a long journey and um, i'm gonna try not to get emotional but uh my relationship with the lord's really helped me get to this point um him and my wife and my family just uh my grandma she passed away in spring training so just all of those all those
2: people man so just really really cool there as well from Weston Wilson with that sound bite um, more humility there more spirituality and it's um, man I'll tell you what this team this team really has that it factor uh, it factor um, just seems like no matter who we get we there's a huge emphasis on quality of character and and just quality of, uh, of people in this locker room it goes back to what I was saying last week about Trey Turner and the fan support and the locker room support. Um, there's just something about this team that is just very palpable in the way that um, you can see how much they all love each other, care about each other, and support each other. And Michael Lorenzen does more than fit right into the mix, and as well as Wesson Wilson now for however long he should remain on the team during this next few weeks stretch while Brandon Marsh is out. Um, so I just wanted to mentioned how cool it was that I thought that they gave the glory to God in such a uh, such emotional moments in their lives where they've reached uh, certain pinnacles in terms of their careers and things of that nature to to thank God in those moments. Um, it's very humble and says a lot for their character. So, I wanted to sign off with that. Thank you as always for listening. Um, I will be back early next week for episode twenty two. Um, as we look ahead or look behind to this weekend and look ahead at the rest of the month of August. Um, so, thank you so much for your support and your listenership, and um, I will talk to you you all very, very soon. All right. Have a great rest of your week and go, Phillies.
0: Want to know the count? Wilson is having a great year at Triple A's, first year in the Phillies organization. The 1 0 pitch. Swing and a miss. He was going for the downs. Yeah, he was. Well, you only get one chance to uh, hit a homer on your first swing in the big leagues. Yep. Go for it. He's got family here. He's originally from North Carolina. The 1-1. Swung on. Hit deep. And I think he did it. He did it. Yes. Weston <laughs> Wilson has homered in his first major league at bat. How about that? <laughs>